when I have more time, I will. I wish I had an hour for every time I've said that in my life. Maybe I'd have more time. <laughs> I probably wouldn't. I mean, really, what if you had the chance to talk with your former self? What would you say? Let's talk about it. You're tuned in to the Ideas in Motion podcast, and I'm your host, Karen Wilson. We discuss topics around mindset, movement, and momentum. When we work with all three as an ecosystem, nothing can stop you. Earlier this week, I was at the post office sending some signed copies of my book Back East for my mom. She's got a list of people that want my book, and uh, so I decided that I would sign them all and ship them off. When I told the young lady at the counter what was in the box and what I was doing, because I was excited to be sending books to my mom, she lit right up. I'm a writer, she said. I love writing. So she began to list out all the things that she was writing. And as I stood there and I was listening to her talk, it dawned on me how much she reminded me of myself. She told me she was 23. And I thought for a moment, wow, 23. She reminds me so much of me at 23. Then she started talking about, you know, how she loved writing, but one of her most favorite things to do was to share her writings and see people's reactions, you know, laughter and emotion and conversation. She preferred to read what she wrote out loud. I nearly fell over. I mean, see, when I was seven, I began writing stories. But for me, it's never been about the writing either. It's been sharing my stories out loud. <laughs> I always put writing a book in my head as something so big, I would never be able to do it. I just didn't have the time. It took me 25 years to finally understand that if I approached writing a book like a training plan, you know, like one workout at a time, and just keep showing up, it wouldn't take long at all. In fact, when I did do it and put my mindset there, I had my book written, edited, and self-published within 90 days in just 60 to 120 minutes a day. I wasn't spending hours and hours writing, pushing everything else off my plate. I was consistently showing up the way I would for like a half hour to an hour workout every day if I was training for a marathon. So I began to share that method, my, the method that I had adopted to her and encouraged her to keep going. It's so easy to self-publish these days. You just got to do it and keep doing it. It will get easier. I also gave her my contact info so that she could reach out to me at any time for support. And that just felt like the right thing to do. It's like anything, you know, you just got to start. Make it messy, and it will get better. Set small goal markers for yourself instead of those great big ones. I mean, it's great to have big ones. But big goals, if we look at them with that macro lens, it can feel like it's so daunting, so hard to do. We start thinking about all the things the how before we really focus in on the what, 
we need to get to the how. <laughs> follow, follow, right? Okay, so the first thing to make a goal stick, to actually stick to your goals, is to put a fortress around your focus. Maybe you need to do what I did and have a serious look at your morning routine. I had a solid morning routine. You know, it's, it's been solid. You can go back and listen to all my podcasts on morning routines. They seem to be my popular ones. But usually I take my dog out, meditate a few minutes, work out, then have breakfast, shower, and work on my own projects for about an hour before delving into client work. And that felt really good. And that worked really well for a long, 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 long time. But that system certainly did not work for writing my book. By the time I'd get to my desk, I'd feel the gravity pull me towards my emails. And the recovering people pleaser in me would just skip the writing sessions. After failed attempts over and over again at keeping my writing promise to myself, I finally decided to mix it up. So my morning routine changed. I got up, took the dog out, and came in, grabbed a coffee, put my happy light on my face, and got right to writing. When I was done with my scheduled session, I would go work out, then meditate, have breakfast, shower, and then arrive at work. So the workout became more like the reward, the break, after putting in the work. And it became my magic recipe. I still do that now because it works. What I'm saying is if you are not doing, like if what you say you want to do is not lining up with what you are doing, you got to first find out why. Then make a shift or a change. So for me, I needed to tackle the hardest thing first. That was the shift in the change I did. And years ago, the hardest thing first, I would have identified as my workout. But now, you know, I, I got that. It's almost like it's a reward. It's a break. It's a mental and physical break. So my shift was instead of on, you know, putting that in that slot, I needed to insert the tough thing. So the tough thing for me was writing. At first, I could use my fresh mind. And then once I'm done what I promised myself that I could do, that was going to do, I'm free. I'm energized and more confident the entire day because I didn't let myself down. I kept my promise to myself. It's not so much the doing as it is the doing, you know, like you're actually putting that goal in motion. You're actually sticking to it day after day. It creates the habit. So I'm going to, you know, break this up a little bit and say, ask you, you know, how was 2021 for you? For me, it shocked me in more ways than I could imagine. I mean, I felt like many goals and intentions that I had for myself were just outright canceled. And not just because of the pandemic. As you remember, if you've been listening for a while, my dog also had major surgery. We had heat domes, fires, floods. Everything was bananas, you know. Sometimes it felt like I was walking around in a sci-fi movie. <laughs> How the heck can you keep your goals when all of these things are completely out of control and are really affecting us emotionally? Even the strongest people that you know are affected. It's been a couple of years and 2021, you know, it was kind of 
made fun of as like 2020s, you know, bigger, stronger brother or something. I, I'm not, I shouldn't put a gender on 2021 at all. That's not what I'm meaning. But, you know, just like, um, you know, you thought 2020 was tough. Here's 2021. Anyways, I digress. So I'm going to say stop writing so many goals. And this might seem counterintuitive, but I, I encourage people that I work with to start writing intentions instead. So I'm going to say the same thing to you. And it's the same thing that I do. What if I told you that reducing your goals from 10 goals to three intentions would bring you further faster? So this is how we do it in the Ideas in Motion Planner. You choose one intention for your mind, one for your body, and one for your purpose. I'll share my own example. So you can do this like in your own like scribbler or journal or whatever, or notepad. Um, but for my mind, my intention, I have an intention to meditate 10 minutes a day for 28 days. For my body, I have an intention to follow my workout plan 80% of the time for 28 days and to listen to my body when it needs extra recovery. So following a workout plan 80% of the time, it's not just doing the workouts, it's also doing the recovery that the workout plan has built into it. And, you know, so when I say 80% of the time, sometimes you have to um, modify things to, to fit your current goals. In purpose, I have an intention to write for 90 minutes each day before the sun comes up for 28 days. Now, just like, you know, on a side note there, I'm recording this and it's in the winter, so it's still dark until like about 20 after 7 a.m. So I'm up at 5.30, between 5 and 5.30. So that's no problem right now. But coming into the spring, yeah, um, it's not going to be when the sun comes up anymore. It'll, I'll, I'll just have like, a, you know, 90 minutes and take out that sun comes up. But I just thought, you know, before the sun comes up, makes it sound a little bit like tougher. <laughs> I don't know, like more like a warrior, like before the sun comes up, I'm doing these things. I used to think like that, you know, when I was doing my workouts for marathons and whatnot. I would be I would take so much joy in knowing that I was getting my hard work done while everybody else was sleeping. But I have to add another side note. I also make sure that I am going to bed um, early enough to support that 5 a.m. wake up. So I'm not like burning the candle at both ends. So, okay. So if I do do that, if I do do those intentions, what do you think the outcome will be? Pretty good, right? I might even have a rough draft of a new book. Okay, so here's the next thing. It's another layer of putting in some um, other techniques to actually stick to your goals in 2022 or whatever year you're listening to this. Put in some visualization techniques within your meditation. This is when you can start really seeing your idea coming to life. So for example, while I was writing Be Weightless, I visualized holding it in my hands, signing copies for people, and even seeing it in bookstores, reaching out and picking it up. Even before the cover was designed, I didn't know what the cover was going to look like. And so I was looking at like this blank cover, just knowing that the book was mine. But here's the thing. 
it all came true. The next step is to make yourself a vision board. Oh, I'll sh- I'm going to show you mine. Actually, it's in the link below this podcast. Um, there's, there's a blog. And I'm going to take a picture of my vision board, which is nearly two, it's two years old. It's almost ready to be retired because everything is happening or has happened. <laughs> it's super cool. It's actually the second vision board I'll be retiring in my lifetime. So as you'll be able to see, I cut out magazine images and I printed some headshots that I had from from pictures that I gathered from some of my favorite headshots from like Facebook and Instagram. I printed those out on a colored printer and I cut my heads out and I I pasted them on the images. Um, (laughs) So really, you can be creative. A vision board is yours. Be true to yourself and don't be afraid to dream really big, really big, because, you know, some of the things might come uh, to life, you know, in six months time, and some might take two years, some might take 10. But when you put it up there, and sometimes, like, I've heard so many stories of people grabbing their vision board or their picture that they drew of something that they were bringing into life, like, you know, five years later or 10 years later and there they are living in the house that was on their vision board and they didn't even just like realize it the next step is to get yourself a playlist of meditations and affirmations and these are really easy to find you got to just choose the ones that speak to you and start using them every single day it's tough at first it's kind of it feels kind of weird but once you get into it, it's kind of like a meditative state. So, so just, you know, go with it. If you're not already practicing that, start adopting it. Start small. Goals or intentions don't work if you're not working towards them every single day. You have to write it down. Get some action. Start with 15 minutes if you have to. Nothing gets momentum if you don't have movement. And that's the end of story. That's a little tough love there. Get a planner or a notebook or whatever you need to have in front of you every single day and break down that big dream you have into a million little pieces if you have to. Just start. What's the first step? Might take five minutes. Your first step might need to be broken down into a hundred. Just begin. That's make it messy. Find out what do you need to do. I want to give you a little warning too. Once you start something big and you let people in on what it is you're doing, people are going to show up for you and support you in many ways. Believe in yourself more than anyone else does and be open to the help, but also don't get caught up in the weeds of doing things someone else's way. Always evaluate. Stop thinking about the how and just do. The how will be there when it's the next step to take. I promise you that. It will always be there waiting for you. If you're still listening to this and you're still wondering, where is that time coming from? I mean, maybe you're listening to me while you're folding laundry or walking or, you know, doing exercise or doing the dishes or doing something else. And you know that that big thing that you need to do or you want to do requires you not to be multitasking. 
consider building boundaries around your smartphone. When I quit smoking, I didn't realize how much time I was using to go out for a smoke until I wasn't anymore. I know, I know, you are the type of person that is not addicted to your phone. Neither am I. Hear me out. There might be something you can tweak that makes a huge difference. So if you think of it this way, your smartphone is like a junk drawer and can cause decision fatigue just by existing in space with you. Gain more energy by deleting decision fatigue. Clean up your home screen. Empty your home screen of anything does not line up with your morning routine and slide all the other apps to the next pages. Create folders by dragging apps on top of apps and then label them. So they're nice and tidy and organized and it's not like splat decision fatigue on the screen. Okay, so some examples of things to have on your home screen is like music or a workout app, a calendar, clock. I like my voice memos and my notes and the camera on the home screen. The next thing to do is to turn off all your notifications, even if you have to go back through the settings and get comfortable with silencing your phone. Turn on the do not disturb and turn the sound off, especially in your productivity zone. Choose a time and schedule a window or two windows of social media time in your day so that you don't feel deprived. I mean, I get it. That's how we're socializing these days, right? But also choose a time to be on airplane mode. And make sure that you're being realistic, that it fits with your lifestyle. So for me, my phone goes to bed two or three hours before I do. I call it going to bed, but technically it's just going in airplane mode. Um, you can also have settings like if you if you want to make sure that, um, say, if you're a mom to a teenager and that teenager is out late or even a young adult that's moved out of the house and you want to make sure that they get through in the middle of the night in case of an emergency. Yeah, make sure that their phone number can get through. But if you find the above list difficult, then it's something that you do need to work on. A little tough love moment, like I said. I mean, it's uh, we, we don't realize things all the time, right? We just get into that habit. And then we don't realize it's a habit until we start changing um, or, or chart, start putting some intention in, in shifting things around and, and um, trying new things, right? Then we realize, oh, well, maybe it is a habit. Okay, so let's recap. We are definitely in a new place in time right now. So I'm asking you to start fresh and adopt some new strategies for sticking to your goals. If you haven't started with these strategies before, then they're new to you. If you've done them before and they haven't worked for you, you're still in a new space and time, and you can decide that this time it's going to work for you, right? Because you're never going to find more time. If time is a struggle, you got to make the goal or the intention smaller. Break it down. If you don't have a routine, build one. It's going to create the habit and momentum you, that you need. Keep your goals as intentions and put them on a vision board. Use affirmations and meditations daily because this is going to keep your inner coach alive. Write your actions daily. Small steps need to be scheduled just as much as big things do. 
And lastly, put a fortress around your focus. Clean up your smartphone habits if you've indicated that that's something that you need to do. <sighs> that's a lot in today's podcast, but you know, um, it's one of the things that uh, I've been asked a lot recently is how I was able to keep everything else going and still write a book and publish it in the short amount of time that I did. And I realized, like I said before or previously, that it was the same same thing I do when I'm following a workout plan or or a training plan to get to a marathon. It's just inserting what you need to do and allowing the time to be around it, build it into a routine that you can stick to. And then any intention or goal is there. And where I find why I designed the Ideas in Motion journal and planners, I found that for me, it's very, very difficult to put 10 goals down on paper and not want them all done in 30 days. You know, even though I know it's an annual thing, I want to get them done in 30 days. And so what I found was breaking that down further into, okay, well, I know I want something for my mind or my mindset because when I learn new things or when I strengthen my mindset, I grow as a person. So that's an important thing for me. So I need an intention or a goal, if you will, in that category. I know movement for me is part of the process. Nothing, nothing that I'm able to do um, physically or creatively happens without movement. So movement of the body allows the energies and ideas to move through you. And it's also creating resiliency for my future. So it's important for me to have a goal or intention in the movement category or body category. I'm always looking to improve that, not diet. You know, it's different. It's not for diet and weight loss. It's it's more for energy and creativity and longevity, right? At this at this point in my life. So that's always a piece. All the other things are side effects. And then purpose. I'm always I've always been purpose driven. So I really like to um move forward with ideas to challenge myself. I I like to help other people bring that light into them. I you know and uh that has to be forefront as well for me to feel like I'm I'm doing everything that I was created to do I need to have a goal or intention in my purpose now your purpose is with you every single day and you know it's very personal to you and you're born with it and it doesn't matter what you're doing in your life there's something that drives the purpose forward so for example, when I was a cosmetician, the thing that lit me up, my daily purpose was allowing people to just ingest in their own beauty, their natural beauty, you know, helping with skincare and confidence and and a little bit of makeup to put a spring in your step, but really accentuating that natural beauty. It lit people, it lit me up to light other people up. And that was the purpose that I had in that. Um, so it'll change with you now, you know, as, as I, you know, step into really, really own this author 
and um, creative professional. Like I, I help people write amazing stuff and find clarity and keep wellness in the work plan. And that's my purpose. And that's what lights me up. So in that category, I will always have a goal or an intention working towards that. So I encourage you to sit down, whether or not you you want to try the ideas in motion planner or just the method behind it, I've given you kind of like the straw dog or the bones of it, write it down, your three intentions and uh, giving you some ways to create a morning routine. You'll find all my links below. And as always, I really appreciate spending this time with you. And uh, until we, uh, you know, listen, and uh, I know we're not going to see each other next week. Well, maybe we will see each other next week, but I will talk with you again next week. And if the, you found this show helpful, please do share it. You can tag me on social media. I'm KarenWilson.online at Instagram. And uh, I love to see in my stories that what you're listening to. And I look forward to again next week. Thank you for spending this time with me. I don't take it lightly. Take care. <laughs>